0: You're listening to Holistic Living with Hazel, where you are informed, educated, and empowered to live your best holistic life. What's
1: up? What's up? Hey, hello, hey, hello,
2: hello, yes. oh yes. Happy <laughs> Thursday, everyone. It is Holistic Living with Hazel, and I am so... So, so happy to have you guys coming on. We have so much to unpack today is 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 crazy but we first we got go to go the through the formalities all my handles guys we are um i'm glad to say that the facebook handle is back up at holistic living with hazel so you can definitely go back on there and make any um suggestions or comments or anything like that so you know that one was down but it's back up instagram it's also um at holistic living with hazel um, as well as, you know, we're going on Facebook Live. So we are on Facebook Live now yep. so that you can come on over on that one too, y'all. Oh, yes. Y'all, it is also, I don't know if y'all are aware of this co host, but it is now, well, I know you know, Miss um, Thing. It is Mental <laughs> Health Awareness Month. Yes, yes, yes.
3: Yeah
2: and I know look that in itself we could unpack some stuff right yeah, definitely but Absolutely. what I want us to um, do all around I know I have listeners all over so in Atlanta or wherever you are if there are any panels that are that you see coming up if there are any a lot of hospitals have a lot of information mm-hmm. on mental health whatever you see this month where people are taking that that opportunity to get out there and celebrate and put um, put out there mental health uh, mental mental health awareness month mm-hmm. go ahead and get that information y'all um i always say you know holistic living with hazel here knowledge is power yes. and we have to produce that and and, and operate in that mm-hmm. what else y'all what else going oh, on man. Oh, man. I don't know. I think everything else right now, is everybody waiting for us to get started. Yeah.
3: Uh, absolutely.
2: <laughs> uh, but I have to acknowledge everything. And you guys, my co-hosts, I know you all hear them in the background. They're going to be introducing themselves. um, And then we're going to get right down to it. You all know that today we are talking about healing, dating, and commitment. Yeah. Wow. And I'm gonna let y'all know right now, uh I I'm on, I have my paper and pencil ready because I need this <laughs> for myself.
1: So I'm being a little selfish today. Oh, that's fine. Okay. I think we all still, you know, healing is continuous. It, so, it really uh, is. So look, we all will be taking it. It really today. is,
2: it really is. And we have gotten so many responses. I was just talking to um Pastor Doug and Lady J that you know we have had over 500 questions that yeah. um, were posed wow. yeah. for this yeah. for this so that that says a lot that says a lot and That's so quite a bit. it's quite a bit yeah. so i only pick a little bit y'all right. so we just going we going to let it do what it do
4: Yeah. okay do
2: do. um so <laughs> Um, I want to start on my left, you guys. Um, uh, Pastor Doug, I want you to acknowledge in who you are in the place, in the building, and also just, well, I I'm, a, I'm just going go go,
3: go to go, go, go on, go on, because uh, then I'm going to start. Go on, Pastor
2: go, go on, go on.
3: I'm Pastor Doug Johnson um, uh, of Ramo Wynn Ministries right here in Georgia, in Morrill, Georgia, Uh, Lady J and I have been pastoring for about 10 or, uh, we're about to go with 11 years
1: that we've been
3: pastoring, been been in ministry for for quite some time. Awesome,
1: awesome. I was a baby. (laughs) We were too, we were too.
3: (laughs) We were too, but excited to be here with you today. We go way back. Yes, we do. It's a blessing to be here. Yes. Yeah. Wow.
5: Well, I am Lady Jamea Johnson. As Pastor Doug stated, we have been been in ministry with Rayma, pastoring Rayma 11 years, but in yeah. ministry over 25 years. Yeah. Um, we've been I was ma- little. I, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> we have been married, though, 29 years. Yes. Awesome. Yes. 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 We have to put that 30. on in yes. oh, there. Yes, throw that out yeah. there. So, um, dated... Very early yeah. in our teenage years, and went through our ins and outs. But here we are,
2: and and here we <laughs> here you guys are, and you have showed your credibility for being here, yes. and why I wanted you here. Awesome. So, amen we to that. We
5: appreciate it. We are so happy, excited to be here. Yes,
2: absolutely,
3: yeah. absolutely.
2: My girl, my and girl, a, and a friend of the show. Like i mean I just need to get her a permanent chair for real,
1: with her name on it. Because my my listeners love this girl. Okay, all right. <laughs> well, I'm glad they love me, <laughs> and I love coming back. Yes. Um, but for those of you all who haven't heard this voice on the radio before, I am Candace Patterson and I'm affectionately known as coach Candace. And so I am the owner of I care Alliance, which means I create a reverse effect. And so we're here that, um, my motivation is to just change lives and to be, um, the best versions of ourselves that we can be. And, um, at first, uh, when Hazel invited me or uh, extended me to be the expert on this, I was like, why did she do this? Because <laughs> she knows that I'm. Uh, people ask relationship advice all the time mm. from me um, in a 30-plus year relationship, 20-plus year marriage,
4: all right. and
1: um, that has not been um, peachy King at all times, mm. but um, through the calling that I have on my life and finding purpose, mm. I have been able to navigate. So... I was like, ha ha ha, God, you have a funny sense of humor <laughs> by inviting me to be, um, for Hazel inviting me to be on the show. Um, she's very dear to me. And I hope you all are ready because the questions she sent over to Ooh. us were like, oh my Lord. Whoa, whoa. <laughs>
2: hey, what yes. So um, I'm glad to be here, Hazel. Always here for you. Thank you, thank you, guys. And I am glad that you all are here. And we're going to dig on in, okay? okay. All right. Again. So, oh Lord, you know I started off with just kind of like, Lord, what to, what can I say to start the show? Because typically I start the show off with statistics and data, mm-hmm. um, but this one I wanted to do a little differently. I wanted to speak from the heart. Mm-hmm. My my purpose and the purpose of holistic living with Hazel is that we offer being solution-focused. We Mm -hmm. hear the rhetoric every day about statistics of black love and black families and just families in general and relationships falling apart after COVID. Like, we hear all that all the time. But where... Where are the answers, right? Where can we be solution focused? And that's what Mm -hmm. Holistic Living with Hazel is about. You're not going to really hear about all, if you hear any statistics, it's just about awareness, Awareness, right? right. But right in it, and Candace knows this, right after that, we're talking about solutions. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And so, one of the big things that I went over with my co host uh, for the listeners is that healing was the Mm. main topic that people really wanted us to focus on. And with that, I want to start off with um, um, Candice to talk about what is
1: healing? What does true healing look like? Okay, first of all, healing looks differently for each and every mm-hmm. one of us. Absolutely.
2: Uh, Okay, forgive me, guys. Forgive me, forgive me, forgive me. I have another co-host. Yes.
4: <laughs> yeah. All right.
2: Oh y'all, let me tell y'all something. I got, I got to get out of my my jacket for this one, because I'm telling you, I cannot believe that's got to be old age. Yes. Uh, yes. Pastor Shannon. Yes. Oh my yes. God! Yes. Hello, Pastor Shannon. Have you What's been listening, up? Pastor Shannon? What? What was that? Have you I'm been here. listening? I'm here. Okay, okay. I'm here. Yes, I'm
0: cool, you know. I'm good. I'm good.
2: Yes, Pastor that. Shannon. Can, yeah. Yeah. Thank you for coming back. Yes. You are also another uh co host of coming back. You can actually this is your second time in a row. Yes.
4: Yes. yes. So uh-huh.
2: Shannon I like it. Yeah. Yes, Pastor yeah. Shannon, please introduce yourself again to us and your church affiliation, your book, and then we're going to dive right on back in, Candy, okay? Sounds good. All
0: right. Sure, sure, sure. I'm, You know, you know, as I'm always down with having a great time, so I'm not stiff. It's all good. I want to just let everybody know that um, I'm Pastor Shannon, and I'm here in Baytown, Texas. I pastor, the lead pastor of Abiding Faith Church, and Baytown is located about 20 miles outside of Houston. And uh, so I've been pastoring for... About 12 years now, and, uh, and I love it. Author of a great book, Winning the War in Your Mind, doing some great things, and uh, it's a powerful book, and uh, we're just allowing God to do what He's going to do, so I'm excited to be here.
2: Yes, Pastor Shannon. I'm excited to have you back. My producer, we've given a thumbs up. My producer got your book. I read your book, of course, and we wow. had so much feedback. Um, y'all oh. co-host, you listen. Amazon, win the Wall, it. Your mind, okay. it's on the list. Yes. Oh mm-hmm. my yes. gosh, I got it. that thing has changed my life. Okay, right. so. Pastor Shannon, well, we, we, we're coming on in. I hope that you've heard we're, we're talking about the healing and uh, dating and commitment. And so yeah. we are, we left off with um, Candice telling us a little bit about what is healing and what does true healing look like,
1: okay? Okay. okay. All right, Dr. Shannon, um, you actually kind of ushered us in a little bit by just the topic of your book because healing starts in the mind. That's right. Yeah. It's all about your mindset. And um, I was explaining that healing shows up for each and every one of us differently. And that's where a lot of the anxiety and stress comes from because we're looking for a textbook play-by-play of how we are supposed to heal. And we're looking outside of ourselves to find those Mm. plays. And the reality Mm. is no healing can take place unless you have what I call the four A's. All right. First, you have to acknowledge that I'm hurting. All right. Because a lot of times we walk around with a mask and we're saying we're okay. And nobody taught us that it's okay to not be okay. Are you knocking on my door today? Come on. Um, If it, if, if it sounds like a knock, open the door. <laughs> open it. And then we have to allow. That's the other A. We have to allow ourselves to feel we have to allow ourselves to feel that we're sad, we're hurt, we're angry. We have to feel all those emotions because when we try to block them out, we actually push ourselves into a state of denial and you can't heal in denial. Wow. And the next thing is that you need to accept I have to accept that what has happened to me. This is my reality. Mm. Yeah. This is real. Yeah. This is my life lifeing mm-hmm. yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah. And then once you accept it, then you're ready to learn and apply. Yes. And when yeah. you put all four of those A's together, that's when true healing starts and begins. That's I love, it. It. That's I love it. it. I love it. I love it.
4: I love
1: it. Um, Pastor Doug, well,
2: in yeah. your <laughs> In your process, I know you deal with a lot of hurt and a lot of people come to you and are trying to find out the answers. What What is your aspect of healing in the aspect of people coming to you and you leading? What, what do you see in that area?
3: Well, you know, I, I love the way uh, my co-host has already... Uh, kind of laid the foundation mm-hmm. She said four A's yeah. I actually came with four C's
4: Oh my right. and, so, wow. and so
3: truly uh, It is to confront
4: mm-hmm.
3: And, and when, when people come And they talk to us The first thing I'm thinking is Okay, first we have to acknowledge mm-hmm. We have to say I am hurt mm-hmm. I did, mm-hmm. something happened in my life That changed the trajectory Of what was happening So I have to confront it. I've got to say, yes, I am. And I have to say, yes, it did hurt Mm -hmm. and uh, really, really delve into how it affects me Mm -hmm. and how those things go on. And then I have to concede. Mm-hmm. And this place of conceding is saying, uh, this is this is larger than me.
4: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. it,
3: it didn't just happen to me, mm-hmm. uh, but it happened for me.
4: Mm-hmm. And so it's 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 larger
3: yeah. than me. But it yeah. is a place where I have to concede and say it's going to take more than me to come out of this.
4: Yes, and so I
3: have to be able to. To uh, reach, of course, I'm a pastor, so uh, I got to be mm-hmm. able to reach toward uh, this this place of uh, having God in my life and having mm-hmm. Holy Spirit to bring some things to pass. Uh, whatever, whatever your God is, yeah. whatever your yeah. higher power is, it doesn't yeah. matter to me. Yeah. Uh, as long as you say, okay, I can't do this by myself, I'm going to need some help. Yeah. And the next one is connect. Uh, you got to you got to be able to say, okay, I'm grabbing hold. I'm embracing uh, this journey of healing because yes. it's a journey. Uh, you, I mean, you're not going to just uh, one day, one day acknowledge, and the next day be healed. Right. right? It, it's, it's a journey. You got, yeah. you got pieces, and yeah. you're pulling away layers. So that 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 connect is is mm. is that thing. Find some people that can help you, that can walk with you, yes. yeah. that will hold yeah. you up in in some areas, that will hold you accountable.
4: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you you
3: need that. And then the last one is correct. That's where the healing begins mm-hmm. when you put together a, 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 a game plan yeah. that now, now that we know we've been hurt, now we mm-hmm. know that we're not by ourselves, now we know yeah. that we can, we can kind of look at this a different way uh, because I believe that every instance... In the Bible, it says that all things work together. So that means every instance, yeah. even hurt, has to work for our good. Yes. Uh, what we do many times is we just want to be, we just want to get back to where we were. But God wants us to get better than where yeah. we were. So so we have to say, okay, how is this going to help me to be better than I was before mm-hmm. this happened to me? So we begin to put the game plan into
2: correct. I love it. I love it. I love it. Already, already. <laughs> uh, I'm, this is for Lady J as well as Pastor Shannon. Um, we'll have Pastor Shannon uh, come in and then Lady J come on in. How do you know when something is in need of healing at a spiritual, mental, and emotional level?
0: Ooh, that's a good question. That's oh. a good question. Yeah, but uh, you know, Mm -hmm. shout out to the co-host. All my co-hosts are great.
4: (laughs) Shout (laughs) out to you.
0: Yes, sir. sir. You know. Like rocking, man. We are we are (laughs) on. So these are great questions and it took it took me some focus to really get uh the gist and the just the depth of the questions. Um and oftentimes I have counseled with people, um, and I've seen a trend come through those counseling sessions where people's pain, um, has turned from pain and into suffering. Mm
4: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: When I see that, I see that, you know, pain, you can smile, you can smile, you can be in pain, but you can, you can smile through it. You can come to work, you Mm -hmm. know, you can hide your pain internally, Mm -hmm. but when pain causes you, and moves into suffering, it becomes an external display.
4: Wow, that's, that's good. That's mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. you know that—that's
0: mm-hmm. that's to me when you get, you get, you—you you, you get to a point where you can't get out of bed. Mm-hmm. Right.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Your, your mental state has become impaired, yeah. and
4: mm-hmm.
0: you have to recognize that at that moment you're out of balance,
4: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. and
0: and you're in need of healing.
4: Yeah. Yeah. And um,
0: yeah. I've dealt with. Dealt with that kind of, of of counseling session, and I've seen that, uh, and and people hide behind. All of us have some level of pain, mm-hmm. but we have to manage that pain right. and don't allow it to get to a place that's good. where you
2: suffer
4: that's good. every day. Good that's it. Good, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. it. That's so that,
2: right. so that yeah. change, that shift between pain and suffering is what I'm hearing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. Lady wow. J,
5: um, poignant and on point. Pastor Shannon, um, for me, I would say it is identifying malfunction and dysfunction. Mm.
4: Mm. And
5: you got to be able to identify that in yourself. Mm-hmm. And if you can't identify it in yourself, you cannot be in a place where you are pushing away others who are identifying it in you for you. That's
4: mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Um,
5: because that's kind of where I see a lot of the issue begins yeah. um, it's fine we may not know that we're malfunctioning or we may not know that we are dysfunction in how we're operating but too many times those around us are telling us either they're pulling out a relationship with us yes. or or oh. they are saying I I love you but I can't do you right mm-hmm. and we're not asking the question why? Mm-hmm. What is it? What is the malfunction? What is the dysfunction? Wow. So I believe wow. Wow. when that is happening, that's a telltale sign. I, some hurt, something that's happening in me, I am allowing mm. to do what Pastor Shannon just said. I have gone from pain yeah. to now I'm suffering. Yeah. And everything yeah. I'm doing, my day-to-day, my work, my play, my home, is experiencing that dysfunction and malfunction out of me. yes. Whether we mean to or not.
1: Yeah, because when we're trying to heal, we can't help but to project if we're not healing. That's it. So everybody outside of us is going to catch it. Absolutely.
5: Absolutely.
3: Everything everything that we deal with creates a filter for us. Mm -hmm. Uh, Positive or negative, it creates a filter Mm -hmm. for us. So when those (laughs) things happen to us. Uh, the filter comes, and we get to choose whether Keyword. or not. Yes, we get to choose whether or not we uh, view the world from this negative filter, or we create a positive filter mm-hmm. in which wow. we can begin to build from. Yes. So we yes, have to we have to make those choices. Yes, um, and uh, sometimes it's difficult to make those choices by yourself. It is. So you yes. have to you have to have a good support group to bring you back into the place where you can make those choices.
2: Can right. can you oh, give good. us like um you know, and I, I this is this is something that's for me, what are the steps of healing after fam and in healing guys, we, you know, because a lot of these questions even though this is more about dating mm-hmm. and and finding that 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 significant other in a healthy way, but we also have family hurt.
4: Yes, yes. we have church yes. hurt. Oh, yeah. we
2: have um, mm-hmm. co- uh, job hurt, career hurt. What are what are some necessary steps, um, Candice? That we can give us one, and then I want us to go around the room with <laughs> each with a step.
4: Give okay. us a step.
1: Whenever, um, and I'll just use myself, when mm-hmm. I've been hurt in different scenarios um, and I felt rejected, I always remind myself, focus on the facts. Feelings are not final. Mm-hmm. Feelings mm-hmm. are not always Ooh, true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, I counter what the rejection was, first of all, mm-hmm. because of where I am in my life, um, my inner being is going to tell me I'm protecting you from something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Ooh. your rejection is your protection. That's yeah. my first thing. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I counter in my day to day life everything with positive self-talk. Yes. They made me feel like this, but I know that I am that. I oh, love it. And that's, it. that's that um, realizing that feelings are not final. Yes. yes. I may feel angry, but what Candace are you really angry about? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are these feelings really mm-hmm. true? And so I actually um they say don't talk to yourself, you're crazy. I'm crazy. Right. <laughs> right. Cuz I talk to myself and I challenge myself yes. with the hard things mm-hmm. and those deep questions that I can't grow in wisdom if I don't. Yeah. Wow. 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 All right, Pastor Doug, you're up.
3: Well, I I just I I believe that I believe that you're onto something co-host. I believe that you're onto something right there. Um, it, there is something about your emotional state that, that causes uh, pain and uh, cause that effect to be <laughs> Uh, sometimes Disproportionate mm-hmm. And so uh, We have to be able To right size it So we gotta be able To car- compartmentalize uh, The emotional side of it Yes um, the, the Bible says That God did not Give us a spirit of fear And I'm not I, I won't keep on Going on to the Bible no, But it's okay no, can we, we do that
2: over <laughs> here, yeah, we, do that over here. Like, right. right. we do that over here Yeah we can We do <laughs> well good
3: good 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 and and you know you've heard you probably heard false evidence appearing real mm-hmm. uh, that's the acronym well I kind of created a different acronym and that's fragile emotions affecting your reality
4: Woo! and so
3: many times what we what we have mm. and what we see is it is the effect of of how we uh, receive or digest what has happened to us based on our emotional state. Mm-hmm. And and don't get me wrong, uh, sometimes it's over time that your emotional state is weakened. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have uh, a history, a stream yes. of things that have happened yes. that continues to break down uh, all the different places. And now uh, all it takes is the last straw yes. to just set it over the edge, but you've got to continue to try with all of your might, uh, to keep your emotions in check. Uh, having your emotions in check does not stop pain, does not stop hurt, Mm
4: -hmm. but it
3: helps to right size it Mm -hmm. so that we don't get consumed with it and find ourselves not not getting up in the morning. Find ourselves uh, looking awesome. for a coping mechanism yes. somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Uh, looking for medication and yes. all of those things because or
2: looking for somebody else.
3: Looking oh. for, yeah. Looking, yeah. for yeah. looking for looking yeah. for somebody. You
1: know, I, you know, I keep it real, on That's the coping
3: mechanism. Yeah, looking yes. for somebody to be our medication. Yes, uh-huh. yes. We can get Ooh. we can get addicted to that. And uh, we look for other people to make us feel good and
2: mm-hmm. uh,
3: uh, affect our emotions mm-hmm. when we, it is our responsibility. Yes. My dad yes.
2: always says, "Don't yes. lead with your emotions." <laughs> He'll check me every time. Oh yes, yeah. Pastor oh. Shannon. Next step yeah. for that for our listeners. What's the next step for he, for necessary steps of healing?
0: Oh my God, Pastor Doug just wore it out. <laughs> Man, this is so good to me. You're taking notes. Time, you I taking notes.
4: <laughs>
0: man, this, this is like healing to me. Yeah. This is only me. Healing to me. After hurt, re- it, it's going to require you, after you uh, have been hurt, in order to heal, I just believe you have to address the root cause. Yes.
4: Mm. Yes, sir. Yes.
0: You just got to go back and because I have to check myself. Uh, many times when uh i say i'm hurt because i can carry something that i do not really i never identified with
2: right i yeah. never
0: understood yeah um and i have to go back and i begin to deal with the root cause what caused me to feel this emotion mm-hmm. what caused me to be uh hurt and uh, addressing the painful experience and and making up in my mind that I'm not going to carry this experience uh, in my thoughts, in my feelings, and in my actions because Coach Coach Candis talked about that feelings. Uh, you know, they can they can really throw you off. I, I tell uh, uh, the church, my church, all the time,
4: mm-hmm.
0: um, if you're going to make faith, faith never makes sense. Right. You can't make faith and make sense at the same time. That's right. Uh, so you your feelings can't be involved. Because feelings really make sense. I feel a certain way. I'm in my feelings, so I feel a certain way. Well, you know, if I'm going to walk by faith, I can't walk in my feelings. So I have to understand, number one, what is the root cause of, of what's really making me feel this way. And once I do that, I think I'm on
3: the road to, to getting the, the help I need and the healing that I do. Pastor Shannon, you are talking, sir. You <laughs> are we need to take talking. this on the <laughs> road. Oh,
5: yeah. oh. Miss Lady J. <laughs> yes. So I love everything all the co-hosts have said. And I will finish it by saying uh, something my, uh, Pastor Doug and I discussed, which is embrace your process. Hmm. Yeah. Um, dig into it and invest in it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let it be valuable enough. Your healing be valuable enough to you <laughs> that everything you need to do to invest in getting what you need, you do that. You find the proper people to walk with you. You find the proper people to to um, take you through the steps of healing and to hold you accountable. Embrace that space and that place. And if it's valuable enough to you, you'll do what you need to do to get the healing that That's you right. seek. Yeah. yeah. And I'm That's just right. going to add
2: <laughs> that don't be afraid of isolation yeah. because – what in my healing i had to be isolated and that was a that was an unfamiliar place for me
4: mm-hmm.
2: but that's when i really began to begin yes. that healing process mm-hmm. because of my personality because of who i am you know people were always around me mm-hmm. and i always went to them to make me feel better and give me that word mm-hmm. yeah. right mm-hmm. yeah. even the word oh, y'all absolutely. yeah And he began to isolate me, and again, it was unfamiliar, but then it began to be so sweet. Mm -hmm. Yes. Because that's when I really began to really be able to look at myself and say, here's some things that need to be corrected. Yes. And sometimes being around people, you don't get to that part of Mm -hmm. it. Right. Because they're so busy consoling you, so busy trying to make sure they don't hurt you. Well, in isolation, baby, you don't have nobody. You don't. It's you and it's God, you and, and God is going to always be honest with you.
5: <laughs> yes, he is. He's always right. going to tell
2: you the truth. He's that's always going to do mm-hmm. what needs to be done, and sometimes that's not good. That's not, It doesn't feel good. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that's my step as uh, for the listeners. Don't be afraid of isolation and actually oh. run to it yes. now, in now, that process.
3: No, Hazel, I, I've got to tell you. I've got to tell you. Uh, that is excellent, I believe, when you are already ready prepared for healing
4: mm-hmm.
3: uh it can be detrimental if you are not prepared for healing mm-hmm. uh, being being isolated and the only voice that you hear is your own of you complaining and you telling yourself mm-hmm. that can be a problem yes. mm-hmm. so you have to be in place it. yes you got to be yes.
2: ready for that mm-hmm. so here's a listener question um and I loved it because it brings us kind of back to twofold when you have given your all to somebody, when you've poured everything, you you thought you've done it all right. Mm-hmm. And in no way, in shape or form, do you feel like you need to be rejected or deserve to mm-hmm. be rejected? Mm-hmm. So the listener wants to know what is the best way to heal after rejection? Because guys. That's a big that's a big process. Yes, it is. Because yeah. it's a lot wrapped up in that word
5: rejection. So Lady J, <laughs> let me hear from you. So I, I think the first thing we have to come to grips with um, with dealing with rejection is first understand it don't take it personal. How do you do that though? Well, because if we believe that all things work together, mm-hmm. this too has come for a purpose too. And I I got to be able to step outside of the time I'm in and pay attention to what I'm trying to, to receive or what I need to receive. And everything we receive don't feel good everything we receive that we need to receive doesn't feel good mm-hmm. everything that we need to receive doesn't seem good but there's a purpose a bigger purpose behind and past that doesn't mean i don't i still feel you go through the grief process the grief process that you do you would with any other type of hurt mm-hmm. but you still got to look at there's a purpose of why this had to be and then when i say not taking it personal I, personal i'm saying don't look at it that you caused it right Something you particularly did caused it. you got to look at who you are and look at who this person is who, who has inflicted this upon you and then take from that what you need to and then go and be healed. Mm -hmm. move through the processes of being healed truth be told we all deal with rejection every day Mm -hmm. there's something every day all of mm -hmm. us deal with in rejection whether it's at the drive-through they rejected you (laughs) something at work happened and there's a level of rejection we're going to receive every day the question becomes how do we deal with that how do we internalize it and how do we move with it
2: I love it. I love it. I think that's something Mm -hmm. very poignant because a lot of the question, a lot of this, um, the questions I had, it was more so, you know, the feeling they get when the rejection happens, Mm -hmm. low Mm self-esteem, feeling like you're not good enough. You're not worthy enough. Um, and that was a lot of the feedback that I got. So just being able, I pulled this question together Mm -hmm. based on the comments that were being made and, and it was disturbing, yeah. Um, absolutely. and I can't say I haven't been there, y'all. Oh, I think we all, all have, of us have yeah. been there,
4: exactly. most uh, definitely. When yeah. you've done
2: all you yeah, can and you're yeah. loving and you, if you've done all you can, and then it's like, I'm not good enough. That's what your thought process is,
5: is. Your thought process,
1: ironically. <laughs> and I mean, I, I wrote this down and I saw it, and when you said that. Um, I, I had it out, but I wasn't necessarily going to use it. Mm-hmm. But I don't know who this belongs to, so let me put that disclaimer out. But for what you just said, its um, I wrote it down and said, despite how open, peaceful, and loving you attempt to be, people can only meet you as deeply as they've there met themselves. There, oh.
3: it, is. there it is. That's
1: good. I was like, it
3: That's good. Wow. Can, can, you, can, you even, can you even fathom wow. this in rejection? Wow. Uh, that uh, rejection comes because of uh, they don't have the capacity to be able to handle mm, you. Yes. Uh, this this is what uh, and you know I'm I'm big on music, uh, mm. but this yeah. is what this is what uh, Bunny Raitt sang a long time ago. She said, "I can't make you love me if you don't. I can't make your heart feel something it won't. So you got to understand, it's not you." That's right. It's not you. The rejection is not about you. It's really about them. I know. I know. We've we've heard in in relationships all the time. People say it's not you. It's me.
4: <laughs> but
3: but 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 truthfully, the rejection is is coming from from their side. Yeah. Yes. That means that it's something that they uh, do not have the aptitude, they do not have the capacity to be able to handle with you. And so they have to move. Could you consider that you might be too much for them.
1: What you know what wow. you um wow. my change came when um T D Jakes he said on the Oprah show, it's a long time ago, yep. but he said you have a gallon capacity to love and the person that you're trying to love only has okay. a pain that's, it.
3: Say that's it that's man. it that's so it's nothing Ooh. wrong with them
1: wow. it's nothing wrong with you it's just it's, that they're loving it. you to that's their it. capacity that's and it. when people come to me what I, and i guess kind of goes into some questions mm-hmm. i think you may have but when people come to me and they talk about the imbalance i said allow people to show you how they love and you get the going back to um uh, what Pastor said, you get the choice and you get to mm. decide if you want to participate. So we put all this loving in the relationship aspect on the other person, but you have a choice. If they cannot love you to a certain capacity, let them show you it's nothing wrong. Don't try to change them. Yeah. You just make the decision that I need more. Listen. Yeah. And they don't have the capacity That's to it. do it. There's nothing wrong with them. That's it's just it. that, like you said, I may be too much. Too much. Yeah. What,
3: what I what I say to that is, uh, when 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 those things happen to me, because they happen to us all,
4: mm-hmm.
3: uh, in in different levels of relationship, in, in corporate, in in family, mm-hmm. in friendships, every every aspect. Uh, when when I'm rejected. I, I don't even look at it uh, personally, like like Lady J said. Uh, I just say poor little Tink Tink. <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't even you don't even realize what what you what you have. You don't just, realize. Just
2: tell them when they say you're doing too much. You say you're doing too little. That's it. Right. That's it. Right. That's right. It. right. And and, so we and let's
3: and let's come together and right size that. Yes. And and make sure. Yeah. Pastor
2: Shannon, what are the three things Uh-oh. that a man? <laughs> Should ask a woman before dating them, cause we on dating right now. Cause if we didn't heal ourselves, mm-hmm. we didn't got the steps.
1: So yeah, now we, you on the prowl, Trina?
2: Yeah, we We're we on, on, the on the prowl, prowl now. now. <laughs> we on the prowl now. So what we need to do? Cause you know I'm on the prowl right now.
4: <laughs> <laughs> no,
2: <laughs> I have been rejected. And you know, so now I'm moving on, right? right. Isn't that' what I'm supposed to do.
3: Yeah, move on. Okay. Yeah, sure. Well,
0: you know, that's a that's a that's a really uh, good question, and I really wish that I would have um, really talked before I during my dating, uh, even with my own wife. I learned these lessons, and we're very transparent about our marriage uh, because we want people to grow. And and one thing we learned. Uh, that we didn't ask the right questions
4: uh, and, when we were dating.
0: Wow. We just kind of hung out and had a good time, but we didn't really ask. And so after we got married, we recognized, like, man, I didn't know that. And I, if I would have known that, then this would have happened or this wouldn't have happened or that. But So We the, the three things I, when I read this question, I said, what would you ask? And the first thing I would want to know is, are you confident with who you are? Mm. Are you confident as a woman in who you are? Mm. Mm. That's if, it. I, do you have confidence in uh, your ability and who God made you to be? Now, I'm not talking about about confidence that makes you want to be my mother. Right. <laughs> right? Tell me what to do. And you're confident that I got it going on and my job is this and I'm bringing in six figures. i run this. No, 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 not that confident. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Confidence mm-hmm. in your purpose.
4: Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: confident in the fact that I know how to settle my husband down.
3: Come on, if he
0: gets upset, I'm confident in that. I'm confident that I'm more than enough for him. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. I, my second thing that I would ask: Are you? Do you have self control? That's it. Mm-hmm. No, self control. Yeah. Because you expect for a man to have self control with his eyes and self control with how he doesn't want to conquer every woman that he encounters. You yeah. want him to have self-control in that. But as a woman, do you have self-control in the areas of your weaknesses? Right. Yeah, right. That's it. Mm. Are you self-controlled there? Are you able to be poised in the pocket when when the family unit is breaking down? Are you, mm. Do you have enough self-control to be the help meat that he needs you to be at that moment?
4: Good. Real good. Wow. Yeah, that's control. good stuff right now. the third thing, okay, <laughs>
0: third thing and, I, and I'm going and I'm to I'm I'm go. The third thing is, are you
4: disciplined?
0: Yes. Do you have discipline? Because if you have discipline as the nurturer of my kids and the the heart of my family, if you are disciplined, then you're going to place that discipline on my children.
4: Yeah.
0: Wow. So I need you to be disciplined in the area of where not you. you you're just not that. That word to me, it, it's just like a disciple, a a a person who is a learner. Wow! And you are learning how to maneuver and help us all do something pertaining to the purpose that God has given us to do. That's it. Wow. So I need a disciplined, self-controlled, confident woman to be
2: on my
4: team. Oh shit. Yes.
2: Disciplined, self-controlled. You going to have me run around the studio. You going to have me run around this Oh my goodness. All right, we got to move on. We got to move on. We got to move on. Um uh uh can't- Candace, what are the three things that a woman should ask a man before dating them? And I'm going to give you to do two, and I'm going to have Lady J do one, okay, for the sake of time.
1: This is a comical question being that I started dating my husband at 15. (laughs) (laughs) So my question was... So in, <laughs> in high sight, and I say this um, not just from personal experience, but from working with so many, not just women, but men in general. Mm-hmm. So um, one of the things that I have seen that if I were a young lady and there was a male um, that was, tell me what lessons your father has taught you. Oh. Wow. Mm. Wow.
2: Oh, can, wow. can I have a pen? Can I? Wow.
1: Piece of paper? Wow. <laughs> that's gonna tell me how you handle money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's gonna tell me how you lead your family, mm-hmm. and that's gonna oh. tell me how you treat your wife. Yes,
4: mm.
3: Oh my oh, lord! Oh, uh. oh my lord! My
1: other thing would be: <laughs> Have you found your purpose, and what is it? And the reason being is that. If I know my purpose, I need to know that I fit into yours. Yes.
4: Yeah.
3: Oh, that's yeah. real good. That's yeah. real good. Love
1: it. I love it.
3: That's real good.
1: Because if you don't have purpose, how can you lead me? Yes. Oh, my. Where are we going? And that leading question could be, what is your why? What is your
2: why? What is your why? What is your why? I love that that question. People who know me know that is my question in in, in most Areas, yeah, Lady J,
5: what what you gonna <laughs> ask? Oh, those were real asked. good, and they were along the lines of what I said. <laughs> I I, I kind of have a, a it's a it's really a twofold. You could say A and B, or mm-hmm. you could say it's it's one pre precursors the other. It really would be, how do you view women? Mm -hmm. Not just the woman you're going to be in a relationship with, but women, period. Mm -hmm. Women that you deal with professionally, the women in your family. How do you view them? And then the other side of that would be, Tell me about your previous relationships. Mm-hmm. Wow. How have you operated with the women in your previous relationships? Mm-hmm. Tell me about it. What did you how did you operate with them? What did you do with them? How did you see them? What mm-hmm. was their positioning with you when y'all were in relationship? Mm-hmm. Did you just see them as somebody you kind of could hang out with and be with when you wanted to be with or were you were you really serious about trying to see how you could cultivate Whatever you all were doing and how you were doing it, no. um, because I, I think, like, um, Candace has said, Pastor and well, I. Some of the premarital counselings and different mm-hmm. things we're doing, these are the questions that are not being asked. It's we like That's each right. other. We real cool. We both make right. money. We both hustlers. We right. both doing what we do. But when you go to asking the serious questions, okay, well, well, who were you dating prior to this? Oh, I, we hadn't even talked about that.
2: Well, can, uh, right. can I say something? <laughs> say <on>. something. <laughs> see, see, all y'all are married, been married <laughs> since, you know, I was a little girl. <laughs> Let me tell y'all about the dating world today. When you ask those questions, I for me, it is more about what I see than mm-hmm. it is what they're going to tell me. Because I'm telling you, mm-hmm. y'all, uh-huh. these mm-hmm. men out here They'll today, they will tell you exactly Look, what you want. And, and women. Because remember, I
1: coach and both. Women.
2: And women. Yes, they <laughs> <and, laughs> I'm, I'm going to speak because I have, I have all audiences, mm-hmm. right? Mm hmm. I can only speak from my perspective. You're right, you're right, <laughs> right. So I'm just doing right. some interjections. So I just want y'all to know yeah. that, and I want, and yeah. I'm speaking for my listeners because I know I've got my listeners and how and where they are, right? Mm-hmm. And I and I get it, y'all. These are all great questions, but it's like we we know these questions, but they're still not connecting when you're trying to find that good mate because. Y'all,
5: I'm telling you, they tell you anything. Oh, oh, they will tell you anything. But you hit something very key. Because even when Pastor and I talked about this, and, and that was my point I put here, The whole prereq to that is if you couldn't be honest and tell me you were a dog Mm -hmm. and I find out you are a dog, Mm -hmm. then I already know that wasn't for me. Right.
1: And I just want to interject, too. We haven't talked so much about um, being in tune with yourself because that's where all this stuff starts. Mm -hmm. But being isolated, being alone, knowing what your voice is and what the voice of God is. We're going to bring God in. mm A person can only show you their imposter and their representative for so long. For so long. That's it. So, but if you are not in tune with yourself, you're going to miss it and you're not going to hear it. Right. If you don't take mm-hmm. time out of your day to slow down, that's why, you know, people say I rest when I die. No, I'm going to rest now because right. when my mind <laughs> is rested, mm-hmm. when my spirit is settled, God shows me yes. things. I yes. see things that I wouldn't normally see in the flesh, but I have to still myself and be quiet mm. enough to hear it. That's right. And if you do yeah. that, a person can tell you or dodge the question mm-hmm. and they think that they got you. Ha <laughs> ha. You ain't got me. Right. Mm-mm. I'm just going to let Mm-mm. you play your game. That's that's but it. my spirit and even if I haven't heard anything, I'm going to feel it. Right. It's wow. going to yes. disrupt my um energy and mm-hmm. my positivity and, and my, and I, and me, I think my that, peace.
2: That goes to the next, you know, next question. And we're going to bring it in because I think that when you're intentional about dating, then you're going to get those. Answers. Yes, you're was. going to get. Uh-huh. You know. You're going to get where you want to go because both of y'all are intentional about the dating yes. scene. Yes. So, Pastor Shannon, when we talk uh-huh. about intentional dating, does that mean about what we're saying as far as being upfront, being 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 honest?
0: Uh, yeah, it does. It means all of that. Uh, um, m- m- to me, most importantly, it means purpose.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I mean,
0: just, I got a purpose. For doing yeah. what I'm doing. Yes. Uh, and I'm not wasting my time because when I have purpose, my purpose, my time is my most valuable asset when I have purpose. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be intentional about spending my time and very, very, um, I, I'm going to think and, and I'm going to care deeply about who I'm spending my time with and being intentional yeah. about yeah. because I have a purpose for dating. I don't have mm-hmm. time to just... Uh, kick the breeze with you. I don't need right. you calling me six o'clock in the morning after you done left the club <laughs> no. and you trying to come holler at me and kick it in the morning and eat my breakfast and all of that <laughs> and get all my cookies. Come Look, on now. W Y A. I mean, what's the W Y D? What you doing? Yes. yes, I'm trying to be intentional with this thing, so it's going to weed out a, a lot of the foolishness when you become intentional.
4: Yes,
2: and Pastor, that I. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Pastor. No, go Shannon. ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you finish your thought. No, 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 no. I'm All good. Right. I, I, could, cause I, was,
3: I was just rolling. But Because yeah. oh, yeah. <laughs> Pastor Doug. Yes.
4: You
2: know I, you know I had to go there with you with this one, right? Because mm. I know you can handle this, right? Oh, yeah. So, you know, I tell men, you know, I have a lot of men come to me, and I'm just like, you know, what is your why? Because, like Pastor Shannon said, I, I don't have time to play. Like, we're at a stage. Okay, let me take. I'm at a stage in my life. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm 50.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: And... I My mindset, Pastor Doug, is when I bring a person into my life, that euphoria stage that I felt and had and loved when I was 20 and 30 yeah, is- and I had time for wow. it. Mm-hmm. I don't have time for that anymore because life, like, like <laughs> Cand- Cand- Candace said, life is lifing. Yeah, so yeah. I'm, I want to know, how do you feel about, you know, when you got to, if you got to take care of your in-laws? Yeah. How yes. does, right. yeah. How, yes. right. wh- where are you Go at? Down. Where are you at with, you know, uh, leaving a legacy yeah. and where have you, if we I'm got out, for our kids <laughs> and, and for your kids, because I don't have any. So what, right. what you been doing for your kids, right? right. And financially, right. where are we when we're trying to, because I want to build, right? right? Where are we with, do you know the signs of a stroke? Do you right. know the Come signs on. of a heart attack? Come on. Are you going to be willing to change my pampers right. if I need it? Come on, now. Right. Come on now. Right, right. Like, I'm there. The, the,
3: the whole thing is, uh, there's so many people out here that's dating right now. All they want to do is be like J&B.
4: <laughs> they just, you know, that's
3: that's it. They want to be able to build this empire. They want to be the power couple, but they're not asking the right questions.
4: Mm-hmm. So here
3: here is where here is where it goes. I want to know, can you handle my vulnerabilities? Mm, yes. Can you handle the things that I keep sacred? Mm. Can you handle those things? Things like, can you handle if I get sick? Right. Am I just gonna be in the hospital room by myself? Cause you're gonna be out doing your thing. Right. Cause you can't handle right. being in the hospital with me.
2: Mm-hmm. And you're gone.
3: <clears throat> so let me tell you. Let me tell you. And and this was a long time ago. I've been old a long time. <laughs> uh, more than my age. More than my age. More than my age. Um, the way that I, I'm, I'm very analytical, mm-hmm. I'm very analytical, and even though I, I, I have a very emotional side, as you know, mm-hmm. uh, but I'm very analytical. And the way that I uh, knew that Lady J was the one for me was early in life, early in life. My mom is very hard. My mom is very serious. She's now older. She's softened up a little bit. But mm-hmm. Growing up, she was very hard. And um, we didn't go to the hospital. We just didn't. You just put some uh, put some dirt on it and and wash it off. That's how we did it. That's that's just. I'm I'm so serious. And so one day we were dating. We were not. We were not even uh, married or anything. We weren't even engaged. One day we were dating, and I got sick at home, and she was there with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm living in my mom's house. Uh, we we started early. We started at 15 and 16 is when we started dating. I was at home with my uh, at, at home chilling, and I got sick. had a, had an asthma attack going on. It was it was horrific. Mm-hmm. Uh, she wow. was looking at wow. me. Uh, my mom was like, uh, just just <laughs> just go over there and, and, some and, on and put put do something. Get get a couple <laughs> of those those pills over there, and you'll be good. Um, but my my girlfriend at the time, she looked my mom dead in the face. Now, uh, my mom is hard, and she don't take no mess. She looked her dead in the face and said, she looked her dead in the face and said, you want me to take a, like, take him to the hospital? What she was saying was, I'm taking him yes. to the hospital. And my mom said, well, okay, go ahead and take him. I knew then that she could handle my vulnerabilities. Mm. I knew then that she would be there for me, and if she would be there for me, I knew she would be there for my children. Yeah. Mm. So, so the, the place of my vulnerabilities, I, I'm strong. I'm strong on the outside. Mm-hmm. But there's some things I know that you have to have. If you're going to hang with me, you got to have the capability to not shrink back when, when those vulnerable times for me happen. Uh, and so I can be your superhero all day long,
1: mm-hmm.
3: but you got to be able to be there for me when my kryptonite comes.
1: Yes, And you need and to take that cape off. Yeah. Right.
3: Yes. When I have to take Ooh, the cape off. Right. Cause I can't, yes. I can't, I can't, can't have it on cape all on. the time.
2: That's right. That's right. <laughs> I, I thank God for the, com- um, you know, this conversation because we're moving into, and Pastor Doug, you, you, you brought us into about commitment. Um, you <clears throat> know, I, I've, I thank God for revelation. Even though I'm single, um, I've been praying a lot about this, yes. this, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and he's given me so much revelation. And one of the things when you get revelation, you're able to see different things, yes. even yes, when sure it's not is. happening to you. And yeah. one of the mm-hmm. things that I see is that we choose wrong, yeah. you know, because yeah. we're not looking at these things and we're not taking these things in account of, In account of in account
4: mm-hmm. and,
2: when things end, it's always the same story. They weren't there. They're not. They're this, they didn't do this. They didn't do that. In in the in the intentional part of the dating, and it's like you didn't know that. You didn't see that. You didn't ask that. Everything that we've been talking about now, right. like it's it's yeah. obvious. Mm-hmm. And di- did you not appreciate when those things were happening? Did you mm-hmm. not recognize? Mm-hmm. And so I want to talk about that stage of. When we have all the healing, we have all the inti- we understand what the dating, we've asked the right questions, the commitment part. Mm-hmm. because guys we're falling short in that and I know that it's because of all these above <laughs> things that we've mm-hmm. talked about. Mm-hmm. My, and I, I want to lead into this. My, one of my best friends was telling me she said that you know she was listening to me griping and she said, you know what what for her and she's been married for 20some years and she stated to me that dating is obsolete. She said even in her teenagers, you know, she yeah. said I don't hear we they she's here we're talking.
4: Yeah. Oh, we yeah. we talking. Yeah.
2: What that yeah. mean? We we talking. She she believes that this term now we're talking gives people an excuse to not be responsible or accountable to one person. That's it. So that's why we we you we we're picking and choosing our words because we already know what that means. Mm-hmm. What are you guys' thoughts on that? And tie it in because we're talking about commitment.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Free for all, y'all. We got everybody got one minute.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Well, that um, dating. Who defines dating? who's who came up with dating Mm -hmm. who says what dating looks like um too much reliance on um on society for that um issue Uh, i remember pastor saying dating is not in the bible um and at first i was like i was in my 20s when i heard that i was like oh now that i am on 50s door i'm like i get what they are saying um they didn't date back then if we look at um Your family, um, your mate was chosen for you. Mm -hmm. And I think that was the roadmap now that I'm older because not that I want your your family to pick who you Mm marry. What I'm saying is that what that taught us is that love is not a feeling love is a choice Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you have to choose to love someone and that's Mm -hmm. the basis of commitment Mm -hmm. making a choice because we talk about love and being a feeling well it's kind and it's patient and those are the feel good love doesn't always feel good it says that we can't hold people we can't we don't hold anger we don't um we don't hold on to their wrongs Mm -hmm. and so those things don't feel good but we have to make a choice so with commitment how are you defining defining love? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love it. I mm-hmm. love it. And stop buying into what society says dating and love should look right. like. I love right. it. Right. 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 That's a false pretense. Oh wow.
2: So leaving um leaving something behind uh, for our listeners and I've already been uh, told we're going to do a whole show on marriage.
4: Oh. Okay. Oh. Okay. okay. Wow. I love it. Because okay. we got to get to
2: oh. this commitment part, right? Oh. But um Oh, yeah, y'all be back. Pastor Pastor Jay, (laughs) Pastor Pastor Doug. Yeah, Yeah, y'all all all coming back, right? We're
3: ready. ready. Can you leave
2: two? um, I'm giving two minutes to each. Two minutes to each, Pastor Doug and Pastor Shannon. Okay. Commitment. Sum it up for us, for our listeners.
3: Uh, well I'm going to go first because I know Pastor Shannon is going gonna put out of the water <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I believe I believe commitment is uh, simply consistency um, I believe that you have to show up every time uh, commitment means that I am not here for the short term that I have decided, that I am going to be here regardless.
4: Mm. And regardless
3: is is uh the key there. Uh either I'm going to love you or I'm not. And it's not conditional. We we get we get hooked up uh in, in many of our counseling sessions when we ask, Okay, are you in love? Do you want this? And they say, I want it if they want it. No. no, 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 no. <laughs> it is. It is not conditional. Mm-hmm. Love is unconditional, and you have to begin. It, it is what we do. It oh. is that place. What love is, and so that commitment comes in when you when you uh like uh music soul trial says when your when your hair turned gray when mm. when you when you gain a little weight uh, are you still gonna be here? Commitment is that. Commitment is making mm-hmm. sure that I am st- in it to win it and sticking to it.
2: Pastor Shannon, one minute. Commitment. I'm just going.
0: I'm just going to say this because this, this. I mean, this is good, and I'm coming back. So I want you to bring me back. I want to come back. I'm yes. telling you that. Oh yes. <laughs> blur,
4: blur, 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 blur. Yes. oh yes. Okay.
0: Commitment is dedication, devotion,
4: mm-hmm.
0: allegiance, mm-hmm. loyalty. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Faithfulness. Yeah. Responsibility. Uh Uh-huh. Obligation and liability. Mm
4: -hmm.
0: When you are committed to something, you have all of those words in display and in action. I can't tell you I'm committed to you and I ain't liable for your feelings I want to make sure your feelings are great when I'm committed because I want to be in a place where I'm celebrated and not just tolerated Come on. so mm. I'm committed to making to celebrating you yes because i'm i, I want to make sure that you that I am here meeting the needs of you and I'm fully dedicated to doing that That's
1: <laughs> true y'all
2: let me tell y'all That's something
4: cold. That's y'all cold. done made
2: me dump my whole black book <laughs> 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 i'm scratching i'm starting all over all right burn it burn it burn <laughs> it thank you guys i appreciate you all you all are coming back please promise me give me the date you won't be able so to stop we're us. doing a part two i've already said we're doing a part Ooh. two. Thank you, guys. Holistic Living with Hazel. Please put it on all your platforms, co-hosts. As you yes. see, we're doing good things over here. We're doing great things, and we're making, we're making differences. So, God, thank you, God. Thank you, God, for just, just allowing this platform. Thank and, you. again, thank you and live your best holistic life.
0: Thank you for listening to Holistic Living with Hazel. Tune in to iHeartRadio or really 1100com And don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to Holistic Living Podcast with Hazel.